honesty, passion, experience. It's Timberwolves Explosion, hosted on the SportsStuff.com and also brought to you by the Oddman Media Network. Here are your hosts, Paladino Joey and Marcus the Forecaster. Logan Timberwolves fans, are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. Timberwolves explosion is available on the sportstuff.com, iTunes, Stitcher, and Double Twist. Let's rock and roll. Double Twist is an Android application, by the way. Most of you know what iTunes and Stitcher is already, so let's roll. Uh, what a nice little homestand for the Timberwolves, huh? Two and one. How about that? Two and one. For the Minnesota Timberwolves in this three-game homestand. Rock and roll. I mean, <laughs> we'll take it. We will take it in a big way. Congratulations, Timberwolves. Looking good. Looking very good right now. Nice little stretch. We'll keep 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 them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> I did predict the Wolves to beat Chicago. I did also predict them to get romped by New Orleans. Romped or just beat by New Orleans. But I also thought Toronto was going to handle the Wolves pretty soundly. Being a first place team and a team the Wolves just, they, they just never match up well with the Toronto, uh, <clears throat> with the Toronto Raptors. Pardon me, I'm like messing around here. It seemed like the microphone might be down too low, but I apologize there. But the Wolves uh, were getting romped by the Raptors and things changed dramatically in that fourth quarter and the third quarter. A little wily wall the other way. The Wolves were drawing the wall or excuse me, the Wolves ran through Toronto's wall. They thought they, they could get us, but hmm, I guess we ran through the wall and they ran into it. Hey! Don't you love when things t- when the tide turns a little bit? It's pretty nice. Saturday, February the 6th, Minnesota hosts the Chicago Bulls. Stands Mr. Jimmy Butler, who's going to be out for a while. He will not be in the All-Star game. Pau Gasol will replace Jimmy Butler in the All-Star game. And of course, Joe Kim Noah out until hell freezes over. Well, a couple months with that separated shoulder. God bless uh, Joe Kim Noah. Really nice player. You know, all that. It's kind of a shame. Um, did I say it was going to be a Gorgie Zhang type of game? You know how you know how there's the uh, Wiggins and Towns, and then there, there's this and that. Like, Wiggins sometimes has a good shooting night. Towns, uh, you know, sometimes one of them has a bad shooting night, good shooting night, whatever. But Wiggins and Towns are pretty much consistently the best two players on the team out there every night, which is pretty cool considering they're like 20 years old. That's pretty impressive considering they're already at that stat. But then there's the carousel of Gorgie, Levine, and Shabazz Muhammad, the three other guys who are very capable of having a big night. And I said Gorgie would be the one for the Chicago Bulls. Was I right? Was I right? Come on now. Come on now. Pass it on now. Come on. (laughs) Give me some love on this one. Yeah, I was absolutely right. And Gorgie Zhang's looking like a starting power forward for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Remember how it's like, okay, what are the Wolves' needs going into the draft? Well, it's like there's a lot of depth and all that stuff, but you know, we didn't really replace Kevin Love, or maybe the whole center position, depending on where you want to play Carl Anthony Towns. Maybe you play Carl at the power forward, let him go ape bleep, you know, and then uh, you got to have a, a center that's maybe more reliable than Pekovic. But you already got a guy named Gorgie Zhang, who you, could, who you could play at power forward or center, and apparently power forward is where he's going to play for a while now. Um, looks better with Garnett probably not playing those minutes, doesn't it? Gorgie Zhang, 41 minutes, 24 points. He, he did add a block in there. Seven assists for Gorgie Zhang. Well, gosh darn it, that's pretty good, huh? Seven assists, A, A, 13 rebounds, double-double. Strong performance. I bet Gorgie would get a double-double. Carl Anthony Towns picking him to get a double-double is like saying the sun's going to rise in the morning at this stage. I mean, yeah, you know. <laughs> when he has a competent big man next to him, either large or, in Pekovic's case, or just a pretty good guy in Gorgie Zhang, a guy playing well, Look at Carl, 17 rebounds in the game, 26 points, 12 of 19 from the floor. The guy just gets it done, whatever it is. I mean, and his dunks, his attacking the basket of late, again, did I did I mention David Robinson? Did I mention that, like, last June? Did I mention it most of the season already? Have I mentioned David Robinson? Yeah. Just take a look at some clips of David Robinson in the early 90s, especially the early 90s. Carl Anthony Towns, baby, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like, Carl's like a modern-day version of him, but, yeah, uh, he's David Robinson, damn it, he is, and, or, or, or you could even add Alonzo Mourning to the mix, that's a name I'd been kind of saying as well in the past, that power-physical approach 
just just attacking the basket with force. Finesse with the mid-range shots and absolute force. Absolute force attacking that basket. Rim-rocking, backboard-breaking slams by Carl Anthony Towns all week. Well, all three of the games, anyway. What a fun little night for the Wolves. Strong performance. Uh, Andrew Wiggins was shooting poorly, not doing well at all. But then Kobe's blessing took over, and Andrew Wiggins suddenly was starting to glow. You know, you could just see like an angelic glow to Andrew Wiggins in that fourth quarter. Carl Anthony Towns looks like the MVP right now, but Andrew Wiggins is the assassin. It doesn't get better, does it? Just like Shaquille O'Neal, MVP of the early Lakers, Kobe Bryant, assassin. Hey, doesn't that sound good? Doesn't that sound cool when you consider they're both on the Timberwolves? Let's keep these guys around until they retire. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) And it looks like they're getting along all, which is nice. But Andrew Wiggins took over down the stretch and helped the Wolves win this game. He had 21 points overall, shot very poorly for the longest time, and then took over down the stretch with a couple of fadeaways and some of those mid-range shots and attacking the basket with a little force as well. Getting to the free-throw line a couple times, nothing special. Not a great game by Wiggins, but really cool to see him continue to carry that mantle of the go-to guy down the stretch, regardless of how great Carl Anthony Towns was playing the entire night. Zach Levine, poor shooting night, 5 of 16 from the floor. Looks like Kevin Martin is pretty much done. He's like 6 feet under when it comes to the Timberwolves. As for his career, he'll be just fine, and he'll likely be playing on a different franchise at some point in the next week or two. Trade deadline coming up after the All-Star break, usually right around Feb 18. So we'll see what happens with that right around a certain uh, anniversary of sorts in my past that I'll leave to myself. <laughs> uh, nothing, nothing bad, bad. It's just a, <laughs> let's just say I had a, let's just say I had a scary time uh, that day. That's all. Uh, Zach Levine, five of sixteen from the floor, thirteen points overall. Kind of forcing up shots, struggling a bit. And Chicago's defense is what it is. But they still have good defensive players there, ultimately. But nothing like before. The Wolves end up scoring 112 points. So nothing like the old Thibodeau days, but there are still good defensive players on Chicago. The all-star Paul Gasol looked like an all-star, and Derrick Rose had a pretty strong game as well, but his shooting performance was absolutely awful. And the last several minutes, the Bulls couldn't buy a bucket. They were winning the game, and the Wolves took over. Andrew Wiggins literally took over the game. He had about 12 points going into the fourth quarter, finished with 21, just took over the game in the final six minutes, and the Wolves get the victory. Wahoo, gotta love it. I'm not a fan of Derrick Rose anymore, and it's nothing personal, it's business. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, you know, it's nothing personal, it's business. I'm just analyzing the game and giving my opinions. That's business, right? At least, well, unpaid business at this stage, but hey, <laughs> if you know anybody that would want to sponsor the show, you better send them my way in a quick hurry. That would be very nice. Uh, Monday, February the 8th, New Orleans Pelicans come to town. It's a bad matchup. It just sucks, and the Wolves got their ass handed to them. They were, it's just exactly the same thing every time, too. New Orleans might have a small lead early on, and then second, third quarter, the bomb goes off. I mean, there's your Wiley Wall. I mean, if there's one team that loves to tease the Wolves of that Wiley Coyote Wall, it's the New Orleans Pelicans. We keep trying to trap them, and we keep falling for the same trap, right? They look like the New Orleans Hornets again with those purple and teal and yellow jerseys. But hey, why not? You know, the, the NOLA, New Orleans, LA. And I always joked about New Orleans Pelicans. It'd be nope, N-O-P-E. <laughs> okay, that's stupid, but you get the idea. Uh, Pelicans record, not it's pretty pretty uh, compliment. It's pretty similar to the Wolves. But whatever, uh, the matchup is terrible. Drew Holiday continues to remind me of what a good point guard he is because every time he plays the Wolves, he kicks our ass. Coming off the bench, really? Why is he coming off the bench? 27 points, 9 assists. Look like Russell Westbrook out there. 6 rebounds even. Dominating people, hitting threes, attacking the rim. Oh, Drew. Drew, Drew, Drew. I know this much is Drew. Oh, I know this much is Drew. Mmm, you son of a... Uh, Anthony Davis was as his athletic self. Didn't get a single block in the game and kind of low on the rebounding category, but what does he care? They kicked our ass anyway, and Ryan Anderson just kind of had his way with us, too. 3 of 4 from 3-point range, 9 of 17 from the floor overall. 26 points from Ryan Anderson. Mm. 26 points from Ryan Anderson. Huh. And Bryce Dijon Jones, I don't even know who that is, and I don't think they know either. I, I, whatever. I mean, he's been out there for a while, for like the last year or so, and 
ah, you know, zero points ultimately. He's, he's kind of well, he's kind of like uh, he's kind of like Roberson over there in uh, Pelicans Land or Pelicans Land in Thunderland. And uh, it's like, who is he? Well, he's starting at shooting guard, but plays minimal minutes. Mm, I, I guess he's another Tayshawn Prince. Gosh darn it, right? Tayshawn, in his last game for the moment, he blocked two shots in the game. Woohoo, in 19 minutes. Minutes coming down for Tayshawn. Hey, keep it up, Sam. Bring him down. Bring him down now. But overall, a lousy game for the Wolves. Shabazz Muhammad, 4 of 13. Zach Levine, 4 of 10. Carl Anthony Towns, 6 of 10. Maybe you should give him the ball more and only 29 minutes out there? And fouls, only three. It's not like he was in massive foul trouble. Gorgie, another double-double. 12 rebounds, 12 points, ultimately, in the game. Even Feller, four assists. The guy's an awesome passer. When people cut to the basket, he puts some beauties in there. And I I, I love big men like that. That can, that can really uh, help the cutters rack up some points. It's a beautiful thing to watch, particularly Andrew Wiggins. But even Carl Anthony Towns on occasion on some of those cuts to the basket. Shabazz Muhammad, Zach Levine, plays like that. <sighs> a lot of guys at double digits, including Nemanja Bielica. He had a 10-point game. Very sharp performance for him. He was a plus 11 in the game, along with Tyus Jones, but that was fourth quarter garbage time. Tyus played well, for the most part, with five assists in that period, plus 11, like I mentioned. But it was just fourth quarter garbage time, so you can't get too excited about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you kind of can't. Not a whole lot to say about this game. I mean, Carl represented and should have been out there longer, but I think Sam was like, you know what? This game's not going anywhere. The Wolves are trailing by about 30, so screw it. And the final score does not reflect what a blowout this truly was because the Wolves outscored the Pelicans by 11 points in that fourth quarter. Final score, 116, Minnesota, 102. 116 for New Orleans, anyway. Um, again, not a whole lot to say about this one other than they just it's a bad matchup. Their athleticism seems to just... Send us packing every single time. Uh, pff, whatever. I, I I hate it. Hopefully the Wolves can overcome it. And they, they have overcome bad matchups in the past. I mean, Chicago used to be a horrible matchup for the Wolves. Now it's a pretty good one. And the Wolves sweep Chicago. And now the Minnesota Timberwolves, Wednesday, February the 10th. Happy birthday to my dad. Happy birthday to my mom on February the 5th. And my dad, February the 10th. And my nephews, Max and Alex, as well. Celebrating their... 11th birthday already. Damn, 2005 was 11 years ago. What the hell is going on, man? Oh, I still remember trading stocks in 2005, which I still do today. But, I mean, it's just I remember it like it was yesterday. Like, man, that was some cool opportunities that year. And six, even even more. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. What the hell was this? <laughs> kind of fun, huh? DeMar DeRozan continues to remind me how much I love him. I mean, that guy can really play. We all want to talk about the Northern California guy, how the Wolves passed on him. But we also passed in DeMar DeRozan in that draft. I mean, he can play too, and he's more of a natural shooting guard that should fit pretty well alongside Ricky Rubio right now, wouldn't he? Hmm. And yeah, we have Zach Levine, and maybe Zach will develop into what DeMar DeRozan is becoming, so maybe I shouldn't complain too much, and Wiggins is kind of that type of guy too. Same thing, Andrew Wiggins shot like mother bleeping horse crap, and then took over in the fourth quarter. But along the way, a guy by the name of Carl Anthony Towns, who also went number one in the draft, like Andrew Wiggins, number one overall. Andrew Wiggins last year, looking like a number one pick, taking over games, winning them down the stretch. You used to talk about fourth quarter Foy. Well, fourth quarter Wiggins is about ten times better than fourth quarter Foy's clutch ability about ten years ago when my nephews were born. Uh, but Carl Anthony Towns, Mr. Consistency, Mr. Vo's most valuable player, Mr. Great Shooter, <laughs> a great, great shooting percentage, a great mid-range shot, getting to the free throw line, 11 of 13 for the game. Added three blocks, including an extremely clutch one down the stretch. Extremely clutch block down the stretch when the Toronto Raptors are within three, driving to the basket. And guess what? Carl denied it. And that was kind of it, because there wasn't a whole lot of time left in the game. But who put the Wolves in the lead in that fourth quarter? It was a lot of Andrew Wiggins out there. It really was. Uh, Rubio as well, hitting a couple three-pointers. Three of six from the game. Beautiful thing to see Rubio scorching the net from three. Got kind of close to a triple-double with eight assists and eight rebounds. Only eight assists in a game with Wiggins and Towns average are scoring over 60 points. Kind of crazy. I mean, Mr. Stat Filler, Mr. Stud out there. Gorgie Zhang, Mr. I don't need the ball all that much. I don't need to score as much as uh, maybe I'm going to help you guys out. My goodness. I mean, he, here's another guy who's going to get a triple-double one of these days. 14 point, 10 rebounds, 6 assist performance. If you don't like Gorgie Zhang... You, might, you don't really like the Timberwolves, I don't think. And I've seen people on message boards saying he's the biggest idiot in the NBA. You know what? 
this idiot was improving his passing ability over the course of time, and it's continuing to develop, and this idiot likes to learn. This idiot picked up a basketball for the first time when he was like 12, 15 years old. So this idiot here, <laughs> making it to the NBA, winning a national championship with the Kentucky, uh, Kentucky, the Louisville Cardinals, and getting a, getting into the first round of the draft and continuing to develop, this idiot's going to be your starting power forward. So, and he's looking pretty unidiot like out there. I mean, he's got a little, he, he's got a lot of stat filling ability. He's kind of almost like a, uh, well, uh, uh, he reminds me. A little bit of what, how Garnett plays at times uh, when he was young out there. You know, he'd, he'd get some turnovers, he'd do this, he'd do that. But he would fill the stats up like a young Garnett. Not all-star level. Okay, so take it easy. A young, poor man's Garnett. He plays a similar game to Garnett, but not at the same level. <clears throat> and who do you think this idiot is learning from? This idiot's learning from Kevin Garnett and Sam Mitchell. This guy pays attention, listens. You don't see him looking off into the rafters somewhere when Sam or Kevin Garnett, of all people, are talking to him and teaching him things. Gorgie is studying, learning, nodding his head. Yeah, and guess what? He's improving, and what a stud he's becoming out there. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe he'll make a couple All-Star games as like a, a you know as a reserve. You know, maybe like a one or two All-Star games in his career. I would not be that surprised if Gorgie became the, the kind of guy that was valuable enough that he would sneak into a couple All-Star games, particularly when the Wolves are out there winning 55 games, winning the, the division in the future, and competing for the NBA championship, if not at least getting to the Western Conference Finals at some point. <clears throat> so there you go. I had to, had to get into that one. Zach Levine starting at shooting guard and played kind of similar to how he's played in the past as starting at shooting guard. I don't know what's going on with that. Like you start Zach at, at shooting guard and he, he just, he struggles and I don't know why. He'll play the same amount of minutes, score the same amount of points, shoot more shots and get a little bit more crazy out there. It's like you give him the green light and he just kind of, I, I don't know, he just kind of goes crazy with it. Zach Levine, I, I guess that's just his youth and his development will continue. Clearly, he's got the ability to become an elite basketball player. Well, elite, a very good, elite's a strong word, man. A very good basketball player. Make a couple All-Star games in his career, maybe maybe more than a couple. Uh, Wiggins and Towns, though, they're going to be in like every All-Star game for the next 10 to 15 years. Uh, Towns, for sure. Wait, Wiggins, too, though. Are you kidding me? The only reason Wiggins would miss a couple, maybe like a... Uh, maybe really early on, as if there's like just other players. There's so many other good wings in the NBA, but man, Wiggins is—he's going to make a lot of All-Star games. He's just got to keep developing and filling out physically, and he'll get there. Wiggins and Towns both getting to the free throw line, attempting 13 overall uh, each, 26 total combined, of course, and then 20, 21 of 26 from the free throw line. That's going to help you win games down the stretch. Ricky Rubio making all six of his. Shabazz Muhammad also making all six of his. Not bad. A poor shooting night for Shabazz, but he made the free throws he needed to. Getting to the line, helping the Wolves out in that sense. Only one of six from the floor overall. Adrian Payne, only one of three in the game, but he made his mark on a beautiful pass. <clears throat> Ultimately from Carl uh, Anthony Towns. What an awesome play. Adrian Payne just took off from a few feet in front of that free throw line and slammed that sucker down. Like Sean Kemp, man, back in the day. Beautiful play. Carl uh, Anthony Towns' dunks kind of had a little Sean Kemp in them too, but I'm going to keep going back to the same guy, get, making his free throws, and his, his, just his overall quickness, athletic ability, and his 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 smooth play. That's why Carl Anthony Towns, to me, is David Robinson. But he might end up being a better version of him because he's probably going to last longer. Uh, David Robinson. Didn't get to play in the NBA until 1990. I always talk about it. He was already like 25 years old at the time. Um, Carl, only 20 years old, actually even 19, when he first suited up. Unbelievable. Coming out of his freshman year at Kentucky. But uh, you have all that going for him. Plus the fact that, um, well, when I talk about David Robinson, I mean pre-Tim Duncan, or at least up to 97, his first year with Duncan. I ain't talking about the old guy with Duncan, no. But you get the idea. Um, again, watch the clips. You'll be amazed at how great he is. And one other guy on Toronto, mm, I, uh, Anthony Bennett, no playing time. That's kind of a shame. He's, he's been down in the NBDL at times, up and down. Kind of a frustration for him, I'm sure. I'd like to see him continue to develop in this league, but he's kind of having a hard time getting there. I do feel bad for him. Louis Scola is kind of a funny guy to watch. Always flying all over the place, banging into people and falling down, all that. It's fun to watch. Kyle Lowry is one of my favorite players in the league. 
did not shoot well, and it did not help the Toronto Raptors down the stretch. Only one guy really played extremely well in the game, and that was DeMar DeRozan. DeMar Dominique Wilkins DeRozan out there. Just unbelievable performance for him. Again, 35 points, and he was scoring early and often throughout the game, along with our guy, Carl Anthony Towns. So, time to pass out the awards. We're already at the 20-minute mark. Not that it really matters. It's just that's kind of a magic number, it seems like. When I do about three or four game reviews, we end up getting to wrapping up the segment. <laughs> Lone Wolf Award, who, who do you think it's going to go to? This week, without a doubt, it's Carl Anthony Towns. Honorable mention to Andrew Wiggins for being oh so clutch down the stretch, but she was once again in the Toronto game, shooting so poorly, but ultimately just taking over down the stretch like he consistently does. And keep it up, Andrew. Keep it up. You are saving this franchise. And, and Carl Anthony Towns is the glue that holds the thing together. It's just so cool to watch. Um, but Carl Anthony Towns, Lone Wolf Award, ultimately, in this one. Where do we go with the Johnny Flynn Memorial? I was thinking about it last night. I, and I'm having a hell of a time really coming up with anybody. Uh, Bialica didn't do anything in the Toronto game, but I, I can't really rip him right now. He had a solid week. Uh, I guess by default, it's going to be Shabazz. Just a quiet week. Poor shooting performance. Honorable mention to Zach Levine, who also had a poor shooting week, but he had some good moments, some big dunks. Huge dunk last night as well. Uh, Shabazz, pretty quiet this week, though. I, I think he struggled the most, and he's been struggling in the carousel. Uh, you could even give an honorable mention for Lone Wolf Award to Gorgic Jang, too. I mean, honorable mention. It's like all three of those guys just carrying this team right now. Freaking awesome to watch. Um... But that's, I guess, where I'm going to go. And I could kind of have a mean, mean reason. Just for fun. Just to make fun of him. Tayshaun Prince. That's who I was coming up with last night. For skipping the game to go to Chauncey Billups' retirement ceremony. That's kind of funny. But then again, that's what happens when you win a championship. You're like brothers forever in, in immortality. NBA immortality. Brothers forever right there. So that's kind of cool, actually, in a way. In Over in Detroit, the retirement ceremony for Chauncey Billups. Mr. Clutch. Mr. Big Shot. Gotta love Chauncey Phillips. So there it is. Uh, Shabazz Muhammad will get a, a very soft version of the Johnny Flynn Memorial. He wasn't that bad, but you got to give it to somebody. So it's going to go to Shabazz for a quiet week. So let's wrap up this segment, come back, preview a couple of games after the All-Star break, and come back for fan interaction right after that. Now, I respect people's basketball opinions and all that. I mean, hey, that's what Timberwolves Explosion is all about. Treating people right and, of course, having an intelligent basketball conversation. But when you call Gorgie Zhang an idiot, let me tell you something. You're an idiot. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number two, the preview segment. Let's get going here, about four games to preview after the All-Star break. So, as of right now, it's February the 11th, so we're talking February 19th. Friday, February the 19th, so hopefully you have a nice little fun time with Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns. My prediction is Carl Anthony Towns will win the MVP of that uh, Rising Stars game, just like Wiggins did last year. You're going to see two Timberwolves back-to-back, number one picks, getting the MVP of those games. That's my opinion. Let's go from there. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's the next that's the next game yeah, Timberwolves-related. And I do think Zach Levine defends his slam dunk championship. I do, and if he doesn't, it'd be quite disappointing. Ultimately, Friday, February 19th, Minnesota heads to Memphis. Normally, in the past, I'd be like, oh boy, we're heading to Memphis. Hmm, that's a loss. Um, not this time, because, well, I like the way the Wolves played against the Memphis Grizzlies last time around. But also, last time around, Marcus Gasol was healthy, and... So it's like, of course, the Wolves are gonna ha- are gonna are gonna be in trouble in that one. I thought the Wolves would lose that game. They have a good record area, but now Mark is out with a broken foot as of February eighth, an injury that took place. They were talking about it last night too. Just happened a couple days ago. Broken foot for Marcus Sol. That's not gonna be good. He's gonna be out for a long time. That's never good in basketball. Um, I think the Wolves win this one. Believe it or not. You got Jeff Green, Jabari Green, Zach Randolph is at center now, which is going to be interesting. Tony Allen, all the all the usual suspects, Courtney Lee, uh, Vince Carter, all those guys. Mike uh, Mike Conley, it used to be Michael Conley, but Mike Conley, or is it Mike? Ah, whatever it is, Mike Conley. All very very familiar faces. A pretty loyal team, and of course the uh, the uh, head coach is Jaeger, Dave Jaeger, who you never know might end up here. Yet it still could happen, but they're playing so well there. Regardless of the fact that they're they're a team that they're, they're getting older and this and that, um, and there's no major star there other than Marcus Stoll, you could say. 
Dave Yeager's done such a good job. I'd be kind of surprised that they let him go, but if they do, I think he'd be one of the top guys on the list. I think the Wolves can beat this team. I think Carl Anthony Towns will have another double-double. Uh, let's see. As for the carousel, the whole carousel thing, well, Shabazz Muhammad had a hell of a game last time, didn't he? And plus, it seems like every time I give a guy, every single time I give a guy a Johnny Flynn Memorial, it's, I swear they listen. I swear somebody hears it. Somebody out there hears it. So I'm going to give the carousel to Shabazz Muhammad at this one, even though you could say Gorgie Zhang. I think Gorgie's going to get a double-double and is going to have a good game, maybe a 14-12 and 12. 14 and 10 type of game, 12 and 12 type of game, but Shabazz is going to get a 20-ish, 18 to 20-ish type of game out of Mr. Shabazz Muhammad. That's my prediction there, and of course Wiggins will be valuable down the stretch, but uh, yeah, I, I see Shabazz having a big game, and that'll be one of the reasons we win. Carl Anthony Towns, though, the odds of him going off for 20-plus is high in this one. I think he will outscore Wiggins in this game, Carl Anthony Towns, it'll probably lead the Wolves in scoring against the Memphis Grizzlies. Just just got a feeling. Um, Carl had such an easy time against this team last time around with Marcus Gasol out there. Quite a stark comparison from uh, Mr. Nikola Pekovic. He used to get his ass handed to him every single time the Wolves played the Memphis Grizzlies by Marcus Gasol. When you see Mr. Carl Anthony Towns with perfect shooting against that team in that game, uh, man, I mean, uh, the odds of that one, of the Wolves winning pretty high. New York Knicks, coached by Kurt Rambis. <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> uh, Kurt Rambis. <laughs> New York Knicks coached by Kurt Rambis. Does it get any better? Does it? Oh, yeah, Kurt Rambis had some success under Phil Jackson in the past, or, you know, replacing him in stretches when um, Mr. Phil Jackson had to miss some games or such with the LA Lakers, but. Kurt Rambis coming to Minnesota. Uh, the head coach of the New York Knicks is Kurt Rambis. Yeah, boo! <laughs> <It's gonna laughs> the Timberwolves are going to beat the Knicks. And if the Knicks beat the Timberwolves at Target Center with Kurt Rambis as coach, oh, God, you guys really make me mad. Ooh, I'm going to be seething mad. Saturday, February the 20th, if I didn't mention the date. I will be seething mad. I don't give a rat's ass if this is a back-to-back performance. The Wolves must beat the New York Knicks, and they will beat the New York Knicks against Kurt Bleepin' Rambus. Oh, you guys better win this game. I'm, I understand if you're tired, but you gotta win. Derek Williams. <laughs> yeah, keep keep partying in New York. Boy, that's a real good career move there. Keep keep it up, buddy. Keep it up. No, I'm not a fan of that guy. He, he doesn't take anything seriously. Just look at him. Seriously, just look at the guy. <laughs> just look at... Ah, you know... Christoph Porzingis, it'll be fun to see him in Target Center for the first time. I'm sure he'll be a huge factor in the game. Carmelo Anthony used to bully the Wolves all the frickin' time. Don't think he'll bully him too much, and I hope he doesn't. Um, I hope whoever's guarding him does a good job. It'll probably be frickin' Tayshaun Prince, though, for a while. That'll be interesting. Tayshaun Prince's defense, not what it used to be. I bet Prince is going to play extended minutes in this, expensive minutes in this one. Most likely, depending on how tired people's feet are, depending on how much Prince played against the uh, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies the night before, that type of thing. Back-to-back situation. Luckily, we don't have to worry about Garnett and Pekovic. Just let Gorgie, Towns, and, and all those guys go out there and kick some butt. It's going to be fun to watch, indeed. We'll just hope for the best in this one. Maybe uh, maybe Belita is kind of a surprise little player out there, a 10-point performance. I'm going to predict that. I, I think Belita will have a nice game against the Knicks. She'll show up. 8-10 to 10 point type of performance. Another guy, though, that will probably get minutes in this one is Adrian Payne, again, because of tired feet. Maybe Gorgie Zhang will see a couple less minutes. Carl Anthony Towns, depending on how tired they are. That type of thing. But hopefully not too many less. Uh, the best player against the New York Knicks, uh, to me, it's going to be Andrew Wiggins. I think Andrew Wiggins will perform in this one. I think maybe the Knicks will build some type of lead and Andrew Wiggins will take over down the stretch and win the one win this one. Twenty six point type of a performance from him. Uh as for the carousel, that's a new thing. I mean that's a new bit that I'm gonna go with. Uh, the the carousel. This is a Zach Levine game. Um you're gonna see Zach Levine and Andrew Wiggins lead the Wolves in this one. Zach Levine is gonna have again, usually when I go with the, the carousel it's going to be like an 18 to 20 point type of de- deal. So Gorgie, again, will be in the double-double territory. In fact, he might end up being huge <clears throat> against the Knicks. I don't have a mind to pick him. But I got a sneaky feeling Zach Levine will have a good one 
against the New York Knicks. I think he'll show up. I think he'll have a nice performance. He'll play some point guard, this and that, against Jose Calderon and, of course, Aaron Afalo at the shooting guard position. He may end up starting at shooting guard, but if he comes off the bench, I think he's actually more likely to have a big game than if he starts, to be quite frank. If uh, Zach starts, it's a Gorgie game. If Zach comes off the bench, it's a Zach game out of the carousel. i got to think of a name other than the carousel for it, but you get the idea. Uh, a something carousel. <clears throat> the... The uh, ah, we'll get back to it. Good, good role player carousel. No, <laughs> Monday, February the twenty second, Boston comes to town. So another East Coast team. The Wolves don't match up well with these guys, do they? Um, they really don't. Uh, the Wolves against the Knicks. Yeah, I, I got to look at the previous game here. I apologize. Uh, New York beat the Wolves 107-102 in a very entertaining game. You know who actually always plays well against the Knicks is Ricky Rubio. I think Rubio will have a big game against the Knicks as well. He, he's he's, he's going to be one of the major keys against the Knicks, in my opinion, more so than against the Memphis Grizzlies. Boston comes to town. <clears throat> Kelly Olenek, well, is he going to be out with a shoulder injury? I don't know. That's karma for you. <laughs> Even though I'm more of a Christian than a karma guy, but you get the idea. <laughs> um... I don't know how they do it, man. I mean, Brad Stevens, great job. Great job. And Mark's Marcus Smart, yeah, I ripped him and gave him a hard time. His numbers are not good, but he's an intelligent player. He's a tough player. I hate his hairdo, but that's just who I am. Again, I'm kind of the, yeah, I'm just a little different. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Yeah, okay, you get the idea. I don't need to go there. Uh, much earlier in the year, December the 21st, 113-99, Boston rolled all over the Wolves. That... Outside shooting by the Boston Celtics is a danger for the Wolves. If if the Wolves perimeter defense can show up to play, the Wolves have a chance in this one. It's a home game and such, so it really depends on the defense in this game. I mean, they need to be focused, locked in, and if they're not, the Celtics are going to torch them again. I'm going to go with the Boston 110, Minnesota 105. Boston Celtics defeat the Minnesota Timberwolves in target center. Unfortunately, Isaiah Thomas will go off for 20-something. Uh, if the Wolves are going to win this one, Mm. Who's again? Who's going to be a huge key for this victory? Uh, Wiggins, I think Wiggins again is a, is the is the guy against the Celtics. As for the carousel, going to go with Gorgie against the Celtics. Um, I, I I like Gorgie's chances against them, and I can see Garnett really being up and getting Gorgie going in this one. Really trying getting Gorgie pushed to beat this team just just for fun, just a fun, fun, friendly type of thing. It's not like that. He hates the Celtics. I mean, his heart's always going to. He's going to always have some of his heart in Boston, ultimately. Um, i I, I got to go with some scores with Memphis and New York. I apologize for that. I picked the Wolves to beat Memphis. I'm going to go 99-88. 99-88 for the Wolves in Memphis. It's going to be a pretty good game. Nice defense and such. Memphis is going to be undermanned out there. New York Knicks, 105-100. to 100. Wolves beat the Knicks. And the Celtics win 110-105. to 105, A higher scoring affair. Celtics defeat the Wolves. Isaiah Thomas will score a lot of points, 22-26. to 26, And uh, Avery Bradley will have another good shooting night as well, unfortunately. I don't have a whole lot of faith in the Wolves' perimeter defense. I'll wrap things up with Toronto, just in case it's going to be a later in the week uh, recording. I hope to record it maybe on Tuesday or something. But in case I don't, Wednesday, February the 24th, Minnesota hosts the Toronto, or excuse me, Minnesota heads to Toronto. Heads to Toronto. This is not going to be a win. Um, I, I don't think the Raptors are going to get swept by the Wolves this year. And if the Wolves sweep them, wow. Great job. <laughs> Great freaking job. Carl Anthony Towns, I, again, I, I got to think he's going to have a pretty big game again. Like 28, 28 and 15 type of game. Ultimately, um, if I'm going to go with a, if I'm going to go with a carousel type of thing, I got to go with Gorgie again. I didn't like the way Zach and Shabazz Muhammad played against this team last night. Ultimately, just the, neither one of them really showed up. You got to go with Gorgie for the carousel. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a Carl Anthony Towns type of game. Hopefully, Wiggins can somehow pick things up down the stretch. You know, ultimately, I should pick Wiggins because it's in Toronto. But he wasn't anything special last time around. Maybe this is the time he is. Maybe I should go with Wiggins because it's in Toronto. This might be a Wiggins type of game, to be honest. We're, we're going to go with Wiggins instead of Towns this time. Towns will have his double-double. I mean, I'm going to pick Towns to have a double-double pretty much every game the rest of the year. And games that he doesn't have, it's going to be like, wow, he didn't get it. Huh. But um, that's what I'm going to go with at this point. Uh, Wiggins is going to have a 28-point game in Toronto. For some strange reason, he didn't have a big game uh, in Cleveland. I, I was kind of surprised by it. But um, he had a big game here against LeBron, but not in Cleveland. It was kind of strange. But I think, yeah, I think Wiggins is due for a huge game in his hometown of Toronto, Ontario, over there in Canada, eh? 
think you'll have a big performance, in my humble opinion. Wiggins and Wiggins and Gorgie will be big keys in the game. Carl Anthony Towns being as consistent as he always is, but Wiggins and Gorgie will be kind of like the main stars of the game, in my humble opinion, along with Carl being Carl. Carl's just going to be Carl. Just like you could say Wiggins is going to be Wiggins a lot of the times as well. So, kind of moving right along here. Not bad, huh? Hopefully that wasn't too fast. But uh, Toronto, I will pick them to win the game. It's going to be a higher scoring affair. Again, we're going to go with 112 to 100, unfortunately. I think Toronto will have a pretty sound victory over the Wolves. I'd be very, very surprised if the Wolves win the game. But uh, Andrew Wiggins will keep the Wolves in it for a long stretch. And Toronto will kind of pull away at the end, make some free throws, this and that. And they'll win 112 to 100 over the Minnesota Timberwolves. That's not negativity. It's just it's just the way it is. I mean, Toronto's a really strong team. And if the Wolves sweep them, I mean, they deserve a ton of props. If the Wolves beat Boston, they deserve a ton of props as well. They're a funny, good team over there. Ten games of a 500. Boston Celtics deserve a ton of credit. Brad Stevens, great job. They beat the uh, they beat the Clippers last night in overtime, 139 to 134. I'm going to look at it real quick just for the hell of it. It's almost like I'm ending this segment too quick. I might as well check it out. Uh, what the hell? Uh-huh. Wow. Chris Paul with 35 points. And Isaiah Thomas at 36. Holy cow. Oh, Isaiah. Ooh, the Isaiah. Unbelievable game. Jared Sullinger with a Gorgie Jang type of game. 21, 7 assists, 21 points, 7 assists, 11 rebounds. Wow, that's awesome. And Jay Crowder continues to surprise me. He's better than I thought. Brad Stevens, keep it up. I mean, David Lee doesn't even play for this club. Tyler, Tyler Zeller, who was a starter at one point, doesn't play much either. Olenek, well, whatever. He's hurt anyway. Oh, man. Great job by Brad Stevens. I mean, that is impressive. I mean, bubblegum duct tape. That's what I've called the Boston Celtics the last several years. A bunch of kind of okay players. Though, of course, I say Thomas is a very deserved all-star. And what an awesome performance against the Clippers. I wish that one was on ESPN instead of some of these other ones. Like, I mean, Portland and, and who was it? Portland and Houston. That wasn't a bad game. But I'd rather see Boston and Clippers, man. Though, of course, it would have been Toronto and the Lakers. Eh, it's just big names, but... Toronto, excuse me, Clippers and Lakers. I'm going crazy. Apologize. So let's wrap this up and come back for segment number three, fan interaction right after this. Back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number three, fan interaction. This might be a little bit shorter than normal, kind of an inactive week, huh? Plus, I came back maybe a little quicker than last week. Yeah, it's been only five days. Wow, it's pretty quick, but it's the all-star break. You know, get this show out and then, yeah, and then off for a week, I suppose. It's just what it is. Uh Uh-huh. So, a couple of shout-outs here. Obviously, the Courtside Podcast. How can I not love them? Uh, Vince Germano, uh... Hank McCoy, Vince Germano, Hank McCoy, the alpha dog over there, uh, the Courtside Podcast, Vince Germano, awesome, just awesome basketball knowledge, Hank McCoy, Memphis, and Vince Germano, Lakers, but it's a basketball show, it's not focused on those two teams per se, they talk about them off and on here and there, but um, <laughs> otherwise there's Showtime and Teals with myself and Vince Germano, Timberwolves and Lakers conversation, need to get back on that one, but it just is what it is, but always shout out to that one too, just to let people know it exists, um, it's pretty fun interaction there, obviously from uh, they're from Australia, gotta love those guys, one of the great shows out there, I think, honestly, I've been wanting to say this for a while, I may have even said it the last show, but Courtside Podcast and Timberwolves Explosion, about as good a podcast for basketball on the planet. And I'm sorry, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm going to say it. And I think of the Timberwolves Explosion podcast, not only the most experienced, <laughs> most veteran Timberwolves show, but the best Timberwolves show on the planet. And that's not bragging. I think, you know, I, I truly believe that. I, I think my experience, my passion, the combination um, for this, and my honesty make this the best Timberwolves show on the planet. People that whine and complain about this and that, just like maybe I'm too, maybe I, I, I'm, I'm too strong on this and that. So what? If you don't like it, too bad, I guess. I mean, <laughs> I think it makes the best show in them. I think it makes it the best show. But let's get off of that and let's get over to the Facebook page. Um, it was just in case, partially Hank McCoy and Vince Germano aren't out there. A couple of other quickies though. Um, 
Wolves Nation slash NBA talk. That's a Facebook page I highly, highly recommend. Ryan Newman, one of the great guys out there, and I met some nice friends out there as well. Um, just uh, Marlena, Trevor, and others. Uh, Jessica uh, Seng, you know, just they're, they're really fun, fun basketball conversation on there, and they love the Wolves. Their passion is unbelievable, and it's a great website, uh, Facebook page, pardon me, and Flips Army. Gotta give them a shout out as well. Give them a like. Very awesome conver- uh, very awesome basketball conversation out there, indeed. Uh, let's keep rolling. So I continue off of where I left off, like always. Timberwolves explosion, <laughs> episode one sixty five. Kobe's blessing. It reached a lot of people. Nobody clicked like. I don't know why, but eh, I'll, I can live with it. I was talking about the Knicks fire Derek Fisher. Again, no comments comments on there. Uh, there'll be some more coming up eventually, but I don't know. It's a very inactive week. Um, what else was I going to say? Now I'm, damn it, I'm losing the track, losing track of what I was. Oh, yeah, Kobe's Blessing. I hope you liked that little touch at the end when I was talking about Kobe's Blessing with that music. Uh, for those of you wondering where that music came from. It's Lunar 2, Lunar 2, Eternal Blue Complete from the PlayStation. It's originally a Sega CD game, another role-playing game um, from back in the 90s and such. Fantastic. Um, The original Sega CD game, obviously. It's basically the same, just improved a bit with the sound quality and graphics uh, slightly with Lunar 2, Eternal Blue Complete on the uh, PlayStation. They didn't mess up everything like they did on Lunar 1. I'm not bitter about that at all, though. Uh, Lunar 1, one of the greatest Sega CD games in the history of mankind. Lunar 1, the Silver Star. They bring it back, Silver Star Complete on the PlayStation. Change everything. Change the story. Change the change the gameplay. Change the music. I'm not bitter about that at all, though. Not not at all. Oh, nah. Kind of, it was maybe Kurt Rambis designed it. That's about it. In comparison to basketball, Kurt Rambis designed it. I'm, I'm serious. I mean, what the... Mm. Let's just say Luna Silver Star was the Lakers, you know, Phil Jackson, and Silver Star, sorry, completely was Kurt Rambis. That's about the comparison. Okay, enough, right? I had to go off of that, though. I apologize. Two rules explosion on the Facebook page. But it's like, come on, you guys, comment, damn it. I want to stay on topic. Comment. 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 But there are comments. No, there aren't. You son of a... There aren't any comments. Oh, no comments on Facebook. Ah, what, what happened here? And those of you out there from Flips Army, like Marlena, all you, come on, you can comment. You, you like the Timberwolves Facebook page, you can comment on here, help me out. I did do one thing, though, on Flips Army, and I wasn't trying to spam or anything, and a lot of people went on there. I did create a poll uh, asking people what uh, old school player, the what, what old school player Carl Anthony Towns reminds you of, old school and modern. Uh, David Robinson ended up winning the poll. Thank you. Thank you very much. But there were a lot of suggestions like Charles Barkley, Kevin Garnett, uh, Anthony Davis. Carl uh, Malone was one of them. I'm, I'm not sure. I think he's longer than Carl Malone. Just kind of a longer type of player than Malone. He looks more like a center than power forward, but you get the idea. Though he can be a long power forward. I saw Tim Duncan in there. It was mostly David Robinson, though. Very heavy on that one. Uh, Patrick Ewing, there was one of those in there. Of course, I mentioned Garnett. Um... Yeah, I think Gargi's more similar to Garnett than Carl Anthony Towns. Um, again, not in total ability and all that. Garnett's the greatest player ever. Yeah, I, I know, but I think Carl and Wiggins will both end up being, yeah, they may end up both being better the way things are heading. If it keeps going that way. Oh, man. What's up with this? No comments? Vince, Hank, what's going on? And all you out there, uh, Lucas Quayle, Tanay, even Tanay, you guys must be busy. No disrespect, man, though. God bless you guys. I thought Tanae commented somewhere, but maybe just uh, retweeting on Twitter, that type of thing. But And those of you that do retweet, Vince, Tanae, and sometimes Hank does as well. You guys just, God bless you so much for retweeting Tim Rolls Explosion. Thank you so much. You know, ser- seriously, God bless you. <laughs> in, all, in all seriousness, I mean, couldn't do it without you guys, really. I mean, you make the show more interesting, which is why I'm kind of like downtrodden. Where are you guys? <laughs> I retweeted Courtside Podcast because I'm just such a good guy, and I still have to listen to it, like, right away. Like, right after the show, pretty much, I'm going to listen to it. I tend to like listening to Courtside later in the week instead of in Tuesdays. That's just how I roll. I'm just goofy. It seems like a, you know, like a chill, like, later in the week type of show, you know? Do you get the idea? Uh, see, yep, Vincent Tanae retweeted that show. 
And I think that's it when it comes to Twitter. To get to the Facebook page, I might want to mention, though, facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion, all one word. Facebook.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. Julia Harper liked it, uh, the recent show. Thank you very much. In case she happens to be a listener, not kind of semi-spamish out there. But thank you. In case you're a listener, I really appreciate it. A couple of random followers. Appreciate you as well. And follow back to you. Rock and roll. Uh, group up also retweeted. That was nice of them. Thank you very much. Hopefully that helped a little bit. <laughs> maybe it did. Maybe it didn't. I don't know. I can't believe it. No comments. I, I can't believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. And I'm not mad. I think it's kind of funny. Ah, uh, so what do I talk about now for the next minute or two, just for the hell of it? <laughs> well, for one, you can help, uh, you can bring more listeners to the show. That would really, pre- I really appreciate it. Um, those of you out there, if anybody out there thinks that this show is not, uh, if any of you out there think that you can only listen to the show on a computer, you're crazy because obviously smartphones and all that, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Double Twist for Android, Stitcher for everything, iTunes for uh, Apple, they all kind of work together per se, which is nice to have that ability. Nothing wrong with that, right? Uh, so please do bring a friend to the show. would really appreciate it. Let me know too. Maybe, hey, I, I got you somebody. You can let me know on the Facebook page, this and that. Twitter, anything like that. Um, and if you could give me a rating on iTunes, it'd be greatly, greatly appreciated. I'd really appreciate it. I'd give a nice positive rating. I'll give you a, I'll give you a huge shout out and a big thank you on the air. Outside of that, should I? <laughs> oh, one other thing too, before I maybe banter off into something quick. Uh, one other thing too, for those of you, yeah, there's the call in line 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Call in, talk about the Timberwolves, talk about the NBA, any of that. It's a lot of fun. I mean, any NBA talk is, is worthy as long as you stay away from that Northern California team. I don't want to just, I'm sick of them. I don't want to talk about them. I'd rather talk about the Spurs than them. Think about that. Ah, just imagine that conversation a couple of years ago. Whew. Uh, as for that, uh, okay, uh, those of you that are not local in the U.S., every smartphone, smart device, even iPads have Sound, um, you know, iPads, even tablets, Android tablets, all have free sound recorders on them. Uh, just record an audio submission, that's what we call it, for a minute, two minutes, whatever, just like the calls, a minute to two minutes. I mean, I'm willing to go with two minutes right now, but generally I like a minute, but yeah, I'd even go with two right now, just to hear somebody's voice again on the show. Um, you can record for, for that amount of time, comment, all that good stuff. Then email it to paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com. It's usually like a click or two away, and you're ready to roll. You'll see all of that information in the show description if you're wondering how to spell it or whatever. You can even click and you can even uh, copy and paste it so you don't have to type it out, you know, just, just in case you don't want to worry about misspelling something or this and that. Unless, of course, I misspell it, then you're all screwed, right? <laughs> that's a quality issue right there. Ooh, that's a bad word where I work. Quality issue? Oh, that's what we call game over. I call it quality issue playing T-Shot Prince 30 minutes. That's a quality issue right there. That's a fireable offense. Come on, Sam. Sam, please stop it. Please stop it. Stop it. <laughs> so, do you want to talk about Lunar? Lunar Silver Star? No. Oh, I'm just kidding. Well, you can always do YouTube it. So just see what a great role-playing game it was back in the day. Oh man, just so much fun. I mean, the sound, the songs you hear going into bumpers, they're often retro games, sometimes really retro. A lot of those funky, like, huh? kind of sound effects you hear at times, th- those are from Chrono Trigger from the Super Nintendo. The song in between uh, here, uh, in between segment two and three, is from Zelda 2. That's when you bump into an enemy and you're in a, you know, a side scrolling battle against goblins, whatever the heck they are, uh, whatever the heck it is. And, um,. The very famous one in the middle where I tend to speak out some kind of little bit is Mega Man 3 Shadow Man stage in kind of a remix of it, per se. So, actually, that's the real one. That's the authentic one for Mega Man 3, which I think is the best Mega Man game ever. So, there you go. Yep, there you go. Enough. Go Timberwolves. It's going to be a fun all-star break. Uh, again, I pick Carl Anthony Towns to win the most valuable player and Zach Levine to win the slam dunk competition. And that has nothing to do with being a homer. It's just... Zach Levine's the best slam dunk guy. It's just turning out that way. Just like Andrew Wiggins was the best player 
at that all star at that uh, yeah future stars game last year. Carl Anthony Towns will be the best best player this time around. It's his moment to kind of shine. And it's it's always a guy that ends up being a future star in the league, like Kevin Durant, John Wall, you know, Andrew Wiggins, obviously Kyrie Irving, LeBron James, way back in the day, Walt Wall Lee, yeah, he wasn't a future star, but he was he was good in that game. <laughs> but um, yeah, when you have like a legitimate future star out there like that who's ready to rock and roll, it's always a guy like that who ends up being a multi-year All Star. It's going to be Carl Anthony Towns, and it's going to be Zach Levine winning another slam dunk contest. As for Andrew Wiggins not competing in it, I don't like. The attitude on that, but uh, oh well, maybe maybe Zach Levine paid him off. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. Uh, I don't like the attitude on that. I mean, even Carl can compete. In, I mean, just look at those dunks. I mean, it, it, Sean Kemp, man, you know, beautiful stuff. So do enjoy the All Star break and all that. Uh, it's fun to watch at times, but I, I'd like to. I just can't wait to get back and some real basketball next Friday. That'll, that'll be nice, won't it? When we beat the uh, Memphis Grizzlies in Memphis, Tennessee. That'll be a fun showing, I hope. So, in your face, uh, Hank McCoy, look at you. We lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves. You hater. Listen to you. You lost to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns, Carl the Igniter Towns, made the biggest dunk ever and it changed the entire game in that moment. Look at you. What are you hating on us for? You guys kicked our butts for 10 years out there. Especially when you have... Nikola the Boulder Pekovic just being a boulder, not moving at all, and Marcus Hill walking all over him. Of course you're going to have a problem there when it comes to the Timberwolves. But now, when you have Carl the Igniter Towers <laughs> blowing by Matt the Asshole Barnes, well, of course things are going to be a little different. A little different, even though your team is at this point got an extremely good record in comparison to the Timberwolves and probably a better coach too. If Flip liked him, he must have been pretty good. So, God bless Flip Saunders. Thank you always for doing what you've done for this franchise. You saved this franchise. And there it is. Ah, man, I've gone all over the place. I had so much fun. This this third segment was kind of fun. <laughs> I should do it again. Maybe you guys shouldn't comment anymore. Then I could just go all over the place and talk stupid. Okay, just kidding. It wasn't that stupid, was it? Thank you guys for listening. A little bit short, uh, but that's fine. That's what happens when there's not as many games and all that. And it's going into the All-Star break. This is just a little fun way to kind of send you off into the All-Star break. And hope for a 500 showing in the next four games. That would be terrific, wouldn't it? We'll be back to talk about that in two weeks. (laughs) 